everybody, welcome to Vigigame Apocalypse, episode 36. I, as always, am your host, Michael Raparez. With me in the kitchen studio are... Chris Antista. And... Tyler Wilde. And special guest star... Dave Rodin. <laughs> Dave Rodin. Compliance. <laughs> I'm a sex Dev. robot. Well, Rudin. I'm I'm guessing that you're uh you're you're affecting an accent to help set yes. up our theme today. It's a wasteland. It's it's a wasteland where I found <laughs> my boy. <laughs> His body was on a wasteland. So as many of you no doubt know, Beyond Two Souls is coming out this week. It's David Cage's first game since Heavy Rain a few years ago. Heavy Rain is honestly one of our very favorite targets take swipes at for its mm-hmm. ridiculous French accents and its weird distracting teeth and <laughs> its nonsensical plot and its terrible ending and various other things. So I thought we could balance that out a bit by doing a top five that's actually complimentary uh, to David Cage he and his work. does deserve a lot of credit. He, he kind of does yeah. because like for all the weird stuff that we like to poke fun at, he's actually done a lot of really it's, impressive things. When you take risk like that you leave mm-hmm. yourself open to the kind of criticism we usually levy which is yeah. at people who do creative things for a living and you leave uh, yourself open to assholes like us yeah, who yeah, sit yeah, in yeah. the kitchen uh-huh. making part of the fun problem. of this shit you make <laughs> mm-hmm. as much as his work is up its own butt and off the rails <laughs> it's also kind of groundbreaking mm-hmm. so i think yeah and there's nothing quite like it not a lot of people trying to move the medium forward it in the way he's trying to yeah. do it, even if, whether you agree with it or not, like at least people like that are out there. That, that dude, have they made a sequel to anything? No, 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 no. But they have made some very weird games. Yes, one hundred percent. How I feel about yeah. Peter Molyneux too. It's like at least <laughs> yeah. there's someone out there who's excited about this medium and cares. Well, he seems to have established a pattern in recent years of games that begin very, very strong, mm-hmm. and then like by the time they're at the end, you're like, "What the fuck am I doing in this game? Oh <laughs> <Yeah>. my Christ!" <laughs> But I'm glad people are still passionate and excited yeah. and aren't just jaded and, yeah, well, you know, paying the bills. Yeah. Yeah, it could be, you know, annual sequel to Heavy Rain. Mm. This is Heavy Rain 4. <laughs> it's a game enti- entirely we, we wanted to base it around the little kids that just go, no chance, I could do it all right. And anyway. Number five. So here you are, the stranger in Omicron, conqueror of demons. Dagobah told me much about your exploits. You're not the first video game player to get your soul trapped in this dimension, but you're certainly the first to stay alive so long. That is from Omicron, Quantic Dreams, 1999. Classic! Uh, I think that, yeah, I think it's their first game, really. It was yep. it was on Dreamcast and PC, kind of failed on Dreamcast. Chris is gross. Like every... <laughs> and, uh... That sounded, that sounded like thunder. You're, thank you? Yeah. <laughs> I thought like far off thunder emanating from your chair. It wasn't that far. It's about two feet from my mouth. Funny <laughs> Dreams games are so yeah. forth wall breaking that I almost expected David Bowie to talk about your fart. Yeah. <laughs> that is, yeah, that is David Bowie as a computer intelligence. I remember the snowman. <laughs> I smelled your fart, Chris. <laughs> Did you have something with onions earlier? <laughs> Farting on the wrong guy. <laughs> And really, I mean, Omicron is like one of those things like where, again, you would say, well, I mm-hmm. admire you guys for taking risks mm-hmm. because before GTA came along, they were trying to do a semi-open world where you could kind of go anywhere, interact with anything. It was more an adventure game, but it was uh, mixed with elements of shooting and hand-to-hand combat. 
and like none of the pieces really worked that well. But it's admirable mm. that somebody was trying to do it. Yeah, there does seem to be a direction Quantic Dream and or Cage wants to go in, and mm. nothing is going to stop them no. from making the perfect interactive movie. And yeah. no, seriously, that's not something anybody else is really attempting. And I'm glad, so I, as easy as it is to make fun of it, I'm glad somebody's doing it. And I, I, I do forget that they've been trying to do almost the same thing since the Dreamcast. I totally <laughs> forgot about it. Yep. An Omicron. And as David Bowie will explain, uh, breaking the fourth wall in Omicron actually factors really heavily into the plot. The souls here are gray and withered. You can't get much power from them. The juicier souls are in your dimension. Astaroth created the video game called Omicron in order to capture them. The game you're playing at this very moment. Dance the mat. Hmm? Go ahead. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I think it was a song. But Magic dance! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that you picked that up. Yeah, as he explains, the, the whole conceit is that, like, by playing this game, you are putting your spirit into an avatar mm-hmm. in the game, and therefore your soul is trapped by a demon who wants to eat it. And, <laughs> or and, use your suffering to power his infernal And whatever. you are. David Cage has a long-term plan. He comes from another dimension. Sure. It's true. He's going to put our souls into sex robots one day. Uh-huh. And, we'll get uh, to that later. If you look at the VMU, you'll see your karma. <laughs> <laughs> you can take it with you. Play it on the train, <laughs> the bus, or even at the orthodontist. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't, get, I don't get a lot of chance to impersonate Bowie. Yeah. We're talking about VMUs. Oh. Yeah. VMUs, baby. But it's also kind of weird to hear Bowie alternate between breaking the fourth wall and just rattling off, like, the most inane video game plot bullshit. An old legend recounts that only a nomad soul can hunt the demons out of Omicron. You may be the one we have been waiting for. I must go. Now the binary tides are turning. You collected all five jaggies. (laughs) (laughs) That means you win the special prize. Press start. To save. <laughs> Use uh, the right stick to move your view around. Actually, there was no, no. right stick on the Dreamcast. Ha! Ah! They didn't have time to develop that kind of thing. It was nope. too busy basing, contr- making spherical controllers. <laughs> exactly. A short period in Sega's lifespan, which ultimately doomed them. Ah, sad. Mm. I remember Snowman that one Christmas. <laughs> God, that's good. I mean, the UK listeners are laughing right now. <laughs> David Bowie, you see, introduces the snowman. Uh-huh. We were walking in the air. We can go now. Right. It's just when... <laughs> Number four. There we go. I will make them regret the day they dare to defy the greatest dark sorcerer ever to walk the earth. <laughs> So we just watched that. Mm-hmm. You guys were very nonplussed, which made me uh, very apprehensive about putting it really on this list. But it, it really, I think it really is an impressive tech demo. It is. I mean, it in, have. You said, yeah, I have to show you two things uh-huh. that amounted to longer than a network television episode. Without commercials, sure. Yes, without commercials. And there are these bizarre tech demos that mm-hmm. Quantic it's, Dream it's makes. It's a great tech demo. It's ten minutes too long. Yeah. Uh, it's a two-minute-long joke that's done over twelve minutes. Sure. Um, so comedic timing is yes. maybe not Cage and Quantic 
dreams. Yeah, uh, he gets, forte, but he gets really it right great okay demos. at sure. first. Yeah. Yeah. Seven seals after four, and the talismans of Rastadan. I am a new Astaroth, not lord of the lost battles. By the sacred power of the ancient gods, by all the spirit servants of Asmodan, by all the sacred parchments of Pastoroth, 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 shit! I can never get that last one right. Pastor Malavi. I, I, it's on the tip of my tongue. I knew it. So again with the breaking the fourth wall. I have to imagine as a writer that has to be the most fun coming up with those stupid nouns. Yeah, all those weird incantations. Yes. That seems like a lot of fun. So the conceit for this tech demo is that they're filming a cutscene in a game. Don't dig too much into it because every time I try I start to lose my mind. Yeah. It's why the Pixar movies work when they these are toys that come to life and like wait why are in-game characters working on a green screen. Yeah. yeah, they're filming. They're filming it in-game because bugs cause problems. But they're also on a set with a mm-hmm. green screen. But also yeah. the pyrotechnics are real. So really, uh-huh. the confused about the metaphors yes. is my other issue but, with this. They're and the very, bugs, the bugs are real too, as the uh, the weird-faced little goblin by his side points out. <sighs> this reminds me of what happened to the two guys who played the role before you. Yeah, spellbook smacked the first one right in the face. Bam! Three fractured vertebrae. Yeah. Second one, yeah, he, he took the scepter right up his, <laughs> you know. You should have whistled. They need to find the bug in the asshole spot. Yeah, <laughs> it's that that's the asshole say. There you go. Yeah, I, I like that. Perfect. You know, they say shit and Jesus and fuck and all that stuff in this demo, and yet yeah. can't say ass. Well, he already <laughs> said scepter. Oh, that's true. That's, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That that goblin would be fine if it, like, they still haven't crossed the Uncanny Valley. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it, his face looks like it was pasted on to the wrong head mm-hmm. and just kind of blended at the edges. You know, he kind of looks like a pinhead from, like... Uh, <laughs> he does! Yeah. From Todd Browning's Freaks. Freaks! Oh, can we talk about Freaks more? Yeah, we can <laughs> talk about it for a minute. Johnny Eck, one of the greatest human beings that ever lived. An actor in movie who is most famous for playing a fucking Dota bird because he has no legs and he could run on his hands. It's fantastic. Johnny Eck, people. There's a guy with no arms and no legs in that movie who rolls a cigarette and lights it. What? It's incredible. Freaks is one of the greatest movies ever made. And I think it's 40 minutes. It's like a 40 minute movie. It's probably because a shit ton of it was cut out. Yes. And it's super disturbing the whole time a twin brother and midget sister play lovers. It's disgusting. Wait, it's a character named Eck with no limbs? His name, his real name is Johnny Eck. Look yeah. up Johnny oh. Eck. Yeah, that mo- movie was made with actual sideshow freaks. Oh. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of extra disturbing. I know recently you watched the fucking Clerks cartoon. Yeah. And there's two pinhead girls. Oh, yeah. And it's a reference to yeah, freaks. They point at Dante and go, one of us, Man. one of us. Yeah. But I was going to make an Eck versus Severed ah, Limbs joke. Ah, Man, Dave, you're only almost 100 years too late. <laughs> <laughs> Would have gone over really big in Variety. Buffo, I tell you. Hey, that came out on GBA, I think. <laughs> it did. Yeah. Uh, sorry, what were we talking uh, about? Dark find, Sorcerer. We have one more sound clip to play. Where did they play Dark Sorcerer, though? Where did they play it? I think it was at the Sony E3 2013 press conference. Yeah. So, there's like, they carved out 12 minutes. Stage demos yes. aren't 12 minutes. And I, but I do think there's a place for these things. And who the fuck That's, makes a tech demo I, for the public? I would still rather watch that 12 minutes than the usual stuff they lavish attention on mm-hmm. in the beginning where they show a bunch of charts and graphs and shit and mm-hmm. talk about their sales and how they're extending their lead even though they're like number three or whatever. <laughs> 
and how someday they're going to get that Doritos partnership away from Xbox. Someday. Someday. Every, every year there's a strategy, guys. Uh, someday they'll have their stream. own QR code so you could win a Doritos hoodie. We partnered up with Tom's Chips. I know it's not Doritos <laughs> and not available. It's available regionally. Oh, it's not Tom's Chips. It's Tom's of Maine toothpaste. Tom's of God, <laughs> how did we get into this? Uh, I do have one more clip to play of the demon that shows up toward the end, who I think is also named Astaroth. So two Astaroths in one go. Oh, oh Jesus. That was my entrance cue, wasn't it? Bloody hell! I don't believe it! What? You, demon, yeah, that was your cue, but it'd be better if you entered through the portal of hell for continuity. Uh, oh, the portal of hell! <laughs> of course, I'm such a Betty, Betty. I'll just explain. Stay in. It is weird that they, they spend the money to have a demon in a video game, mm-hmm. and yet he's just a dude in That's a suit great. with, like, you know, no mask, and uh, his, it, it kind of makes squeaky rubber noises when he walks. And his legs are just, it's just a, shit, I lost the word. Jeggings? No. Somebody help me here. What's on his legs? What's a tight tights? thing that goes around? There, you fine. Tights. Yeah. We'll go with tights. Jesus. What's a tight thing that goes around your legs? It's fucking uh, drowning. Tight, tight. Thanks for helping me. But mm-hmm. I don't see many other people doing this, especially with That's stuff true. not made for the public. And I and if I yeah. made Disney nerd a twelve minute comedy tech demo. Yes. Yeah. If I made Disney nerd for a moment, Pixar still does this too. Walt yeah. Disney had his people make short films because they didn't. They were sold to air before bigger films. But they were to give their animators practice. And if they had a giant project that they were going to delve into, get a little practice in the six-minute cartoon. And it was, But it's also meant for the public, so you're not making a tech demo that's not digestible. Yeah. And it helped make them a better company. I, 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 think, I love that practice. I wish more people did that. Yeah. yeah. The, though to make another uh, Pixar parallel, mm. this is like, like the Toy Story mm-hmm. post-credit scenes where mm-hmm. they do the fake outtakes. Yep. But mm-hmm. the thing is with Toy Story, it's earned it because you've mm-hmm. seen these characters for, for two hours or so. That's true. This is characters you're being introduced to, and they're doing this like yeah. fake outtake. But that being said, it was a really good tech demo. Yeah. Like the, the whole and, water and, on the and face they thought and the David, effects. Yeah, yeah, David Gant, who plays the Dark Sorcerer, was, was pretty funny. Like, yeah. Yeah, just he this, calls himself David Gant. Yeah, well, that's thing, his, that's, yeah. I looked him up. That's his name. Yeah. That's, no, it's in the credits. It's, yeah. But uh, he's... Uh, I mean, he's just this very bombastic Shakespearean actor and then just does all this ridiculous... So can literally do nothing on camera or film that doesn't involve conjuring devils. Yes. If you cannot... Yeah. The only room... One thing I remember from the E3, like, tweets during the, that presser were like, the old man face is back. Like, wasn't yeah. that the same yeah. old man? The emotion well, engine They demo. just showed his face during the reveal of the PS4 and everybody was like, what the fuck is this? An old man face? Again, who cares? Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they did the same thing for, for PS2. PS3. Like, here's, here's the was emotion it PS3 engine? or PS2? It was PS2. Yeah. The emotion engine, uh, I believe. An yeah. old ass man. They always do that. They like, do. Here's an old man face. See that, how disgusting it looks? Yeah. Look at the crow's feet. <laughs> You're going to love it. <laughs> look at all the wrinkles that we can render. It's like, <laughs> this guy has textured skin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, it's more interesting to render and look at a True. wrinkly old face yes. than it is a perfect, smooth. Young, you say uh, this as an art major. Mm-hmm. It's just more fun. It it is in a way harder to do sure. a young person actually who looks human 
but also good. Like, you can make an old face all craggly and crazy and have, like, a lot of fun with it. It's more fun. Even, even when it's moving, though? Isn't that where the challenge is? Well, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I wasn't a... I'm, not, I'm no 3D animator. But yeah, the that's, ring, Having the wrinkles and light interact with one another yeah. in addition to the stretch skin Yeah, no, so I, I assume they do it for those reasons. It's like having a skin stretch over muscle when it's wrinkled mm-hmm. is more interesting, but... In a way, to me, it's harder, like, you'll get stuck in the Uncanny Valley easier if you try to do a young face because it'll mm-hmm. look too perfect and pristine. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's also kind of impressive that, like, it's a tech demo and it shows off all these graphical things, mm-hmm. but it doesn't do it in a, here, look at this, look at this thing, yeah. oh, we're making it a big centerpiece kind of way. It just sort of fits in organically with the narrative that's that yeah. created. That's like, Epic's Unreal 4, like, tech demo is like, a giant demon yeah. who creates particle effects as uh-huh. for exactly. a living. And and this is all just like, ha, look, he catches on fire at one point and his, like, fabric smolders and then he gets water thrown in his face. But they try to make it look natural. Yeah, it's it's a little bit subtle in that, like, you it doesn't, you don't really notice it as a big effect. I think that's, the credit we're not giving the tech demo is that the commentary is, the common, comedy is secondary yeah. to it being an actual tech demo. It's mm-hmm. just being presented to you like a short film, yeah. but it's fucking not. It's so much more than that. Yeah. And this is, like, really David Cage's first attempt at comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not like... Unlike every other thing, it doesn't seem super French or whatever. Is he French? I don't <laughs> he is know. French. Yeah. David Cage is French. In, 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 this, this is really Well, this deep. is also not using French actors, which is an yeah. improvement over heavy rain. Uh, in a great tech demo, mm-hmm. you don't notice that the tech is happening. Mm-hmm. You walk away from it and go, yeah, there was a part where he caught on fire. Yeah, that's the kind of what I was trying to and say. And then you look back yeah. and go... Oh, yeah, that was a great fire effect. I was just thinking there was a part where we caught on fire. So but that's you, what makes it effective as you, a tech you demo. That when we do see tech demos, it's like, this is going to... I forget the last one I saw. I guess I don't want to call anybody out, but it's it was exactly what you were talking about. Like, it, it's a demon who's powered on particle effects and an enemy who shoots lighting. And yeah. I don't care about that. This yeah. is actually a story that you can go back and <laughs> That's true. maybe go back and digest and see all the subtle nuances you may not have noticed before. Well, uh, the wizard uses his ray tracing spell <laughs> to... When you said we're watching something called Dark Sorcerer, I almost... I'm leaving. I'm just leaving. I'm not watching Dark Sorcerer. <laughs> yeah, it's just going to be soul sacrifice all like over a, again. A BBC okay. Merlin spinoff? I'm not doing this. <laughs> yes, yes. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is. Number three. Porcelain lizards? They look new, out of place with the rest of this old beat-up stuff. Yeah, so that is from the lizard trial from Heavy Rain, which is the scene that I decided, and well, Dave and I decided to pick out for this to uh, to kind of spotlight Heavy Rain, mm-hmm. because there are certain things it does very badly, which we like to make fun of. There are certain things that it does very, very well. Yeah. And those are the the trials, specifically, that, what's his name? Uh, Ethan? Ethan, yeah, has to go through in order to save his son. Mm-hmm. And this is possibly the most wrenching of all of those. Like, by this point in the game, you've had to uh, drive against traffic on a freeway at high speeds. You've had to crawl through a tunnel of broken glass and pick your way through electrical wires. And now you just arrive in this dingy apartment that's just one room. You open the door, there's a table there with a camera, and you sit down, and there's, like, a thing of knives. And you hear this. Are you prepared to suffer to save your son? You have five minutes to cut off the last section of one of your fingers in front of the camera. If you succeed, you will get your reward. And if you 
don't, then uh, you get one less piece of the puzzle that will eventually lead to your son. So you can walk away at that point, take the coward's way out, or <laughs> you can use... A variety, I, I might even say an array, array of sharp implements that are provided to you to cut off your finger. You nice. can use a, a big butcher knife that's there. You can use uh, wire cutters. And it's really sort of uh, a like compostable a compostable bagel knife? No, I don't know. <laughs> but I, I watched the, the wire cutters, and it's, it's kind of elaborate because, like, you can't just put wire cutters on your finger and then, like, squeeze and close it off. Mm-hmm. So what he does is he puts the... Like puts his finger down, braces the wire cutters against them with his finger in inside the blades, mm-hmm. and while they're open, uh, and he raises up his hand and like just slams oh, no. down his fist <laughs> oh. on the mm. the wire cutters, and you get this. <laughs> it goes on, on for purpose. even longer, but yeah. on purpose. But we were you're saying that we were we were making fun of something else for not having a vivid enough reaction to a scene of torture mm-hmm. recently and like that's yeah, dude. Homeboy yeah. really went for it. Yeah. Your yeah. fingers cut off. Fucking act like it. Yep. It's the one it's one of the few scenes where you can't tell that it's a person pretending to be American. Mm. That's like yeah. that's a universal yeah. I just cut my finger off. Communicate that in any language. Well, yeah. I mean, no, he was actually acting very well. In French, it would go, <laughs> Oh, pardon my well, finger. I think he's actually English or Irish, that one. Aye, 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 oh, wow. spend, he spends the game Makes acting sense. as an American, and the accent comes through at certain points, like when he says, But I'm no killer. It's like, You're clearly Irish. <laughs> ah, well, if he were Irish, he would be too drunk to feel the finger. Because Irish people drink a lot. That's the joke. That's true, but he's playing an American, so his senses would be acute and alert. Yes. Like all Americans. Absolutely. Who prime their senses with butter fat and... Uh, <laughs> Is that really an American stereotype? Sure. We're acute and alert. We won't learn the language. Uh, yeah. From all like of it. our obesity. <laughs> We're a bunch of fat bald eagles. It's Wait, true. We're what am I talking about? <laughs> That's right. You're Canadian. You live in an igloo and smoke bad cigarettes. <laughs> bad cigarettes, <laughs> like really yes. cheap ones. Is that a stereotype? Eat round ham sure. and call it bacon. <laughs> true. Yeah. You one time I almost cut ice. my. I almost cut the tip of my finger off once. Oh Jesus! Was it a game? game? I probably sounded like that. I was a kid and I was running out of my neighbor's house. Did you do uh, it to save your dad? Yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, no, I did it because I wanted to have a sleepover uh, at their house, and I was running out to ask my parents if I could, and I swung my hand back as I slammed their... You guys had houses in the suburbs. Sure. Big, massive, heavy, thick, solid wood doors, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and caught the tip of this finger. That's your, your right ring finger? Yeah. yeah it caught the tip of my foot. I have, I have a permanent scar on my top of my foot from Can you show the microphone? Door. I can. Yeah. I'll, I'm showing the... This is my finger. <laughs> Um, See that? But yeah, I, 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 it, it was dangling. Um, oh, Jesus! So the Wait. bone was broken clean through. Oof. Um, Whoa! And it, it was hanging on by like the tendon in it, and they. Jesus, uh, dude! What did you do with it? it? That's what I've always wondered. I've heard people. What do you do with? I just held on to it and then like wrapped up both hands. Can't went in, and then they. But can you feel the tip of your finger like not being on your finger? Yeah, it didn't feel good. Or is it just all pain? It was just all, well, it was all pain, and then it was just kind of shock, and just like I had a towel around it, you know, blood everywhere. My parents were driving me to the hospital real quick, and I just, it stopped hurting, you know, 
after a minute. And then, uh, yeah, then they, they put it back where it should go and uh, stitched it up. Did oh, you get a sucks. rookie of the year situation <laughs> where, like, your finger's faster? It now? still works, but I have no feeling in the tip of this finger. Oh, and, uh, yeah. oh, the whole nail fell off. Mm. Yeah, that was cool. Ouch. Gross. Is that why you're afraid of hospitals? Maybe. I don't know. Well, you know what it tells you when you cut off your finger? What's that? Play sound Under the desk. The clue was under the desk the whole time. <laughs> Seriously, I would have checked. Yeah, yeah, that's one thing I, I, I both like and detest about Heavy Rain is that like it gives you all these options. Like It talks about that there, there's a rubber band mm-hmm. uh, for each scene that like the beginning and the end result of the scene will usually be the same. Well, there will be several set end results. But you can do a lot in between to kind of try and influence events. Like, for instance, here, you can leave. You can uh, pick different implements for different experience of cutting off your finger. But at no point can you just look under the desk to see if there's anything there before you cut off your fucking finger. I like the idea that there's, <laughs> there would be more clues where you have to like cut off another limb and then under the desk. Ah, God Damn it! What mm-hmm. got me you again? In a barrel to make it lighter. <laughs> Enter your answer at the lighthouse. How how crummy a dad are you if you're not willing to cut off a part of a finger right. for it's your child? It's not even asking for the whole finger. Yeah, like ah, oh God, you know. It would. You know, I love him. It but... would stick. It would stick in my craw, Dave. Because <laughs> they don't. The people don't need my finger. Yeah. They want to see me demean myself yeah. for my son. So what I would probably do. Is project a hologram mm. and run and kill them. Yeah, mm-hmm. is that an option? Absolutely, mm, it should be, <laughs> as you, it is in real life. You trace the call. I hear you can do that <laughs> in, in a minute. Or you could cut off your <laughs> tip of your middle finger while flipping them off. Yeah, yeah. Although you did uh, point out to me that yes, even if you decide not to go through with this. As the, the police will show up, and you'll have to flee from them. And while you're fleeing, they will shoot the tip of your finger <laughs> off. <laughs> uh, I, it's literally just for continuity purposes, yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so um, I, I guess if you get arrested, you get to keep your finger? I, mm, yeah. And I, I think you get, like, one free out with the if cops. You, like, if you, you get arrested, and then they're like... Either you can escape or they'll take pity and, and let you go or something, even though they think yeah. you're the origami killer. <laughs> if you get arrested, a police dog bites off the tip of your finger. You uh-huh. can't escape it. No. Michael, no, it's, it's fate. It's fate. It's, it's destiny. It's written in the stars. Coming soon from Activision. Yes, and <laughs> bunch of Anyway. But yeah, I, 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 I do like that, that trial and the other trials. I think they're a definite high point of the game. The weird accents and press X to Jason, not so much. <laughs> Number two. Hello. I'm the third generation AX400 Android. I can look after your house, do the cooking, mind the kids. I organize your appointments. I speak 300 languages, and I am entirely at your disposal as a sexual partner. No need to feed me or recharge me. I'm equipped with a quantic battery that makes me autonomous for 173 years. (laughs) Do you want to give me a name? Yeah. From now on, your name is Kara. Another short subject. A sexual partner I don't need to feed. <laughs> oh, or a charge. Finally. You'll never want me to buy you dinner, but how will you owe me sex afterwards? <laughs> well, she still wants me to leave the toilet seat now. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's my sex robot. She's my sex robot. Her name is Kara, the hacky premise. <laughs> oh, my God. God, or wow. like in like twenty years, an old Seth Green is going to be totally <laughs> starring in that. Can't wait. <laughs> Car the hacky premise. <laughs> yes. 
he's, he's gonna be the guy who ordered a sex robot, but she wasn't as planned, because why, Michael? Why Why is she not the sex robot because he her wanted? her vagina has a capacity to think? Because yes. she can speak in different languages, fool. Oh. Say it in French. Je suis un android de troisième génération AX400 conçu pour être votre assistante personnelle et votre partenaire intime. Okay. Now sing something huh. in Japanese. Sakura, Sakura, <laughs> the only time she sounds like a robot is when she sings in Japanese. <laughs> something to be said about that. Was that really racist what I just said? Uh, I don't know. I would say it's equally as racist as when you brought up that it's Pissin Honda's theme. Even though that is true. It is Piston Honda's theme. <laughs> but I think you it is. You play Punch Out and you will hear that music. Yeah, but it's an actual, I think, important it Japanese by song. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it is. <laughs> but, you know, what? This, this actually, it's weird because this looked so advanced when it yeah. came out in, like, what, 2008, 2009? I think it was later than that. Yeah, oh, 2010 maybe? I, don't I remember know. being it was after Heavy Rain. rain. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Can but I just keep ticking up years? But it, you're right. It does, it does not look that advanced. It was now. it was no. two weeks ago, and it, now it just looks like yeah, garbage. It looks kind of dated. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's still pretty. It, but still looks, it, it looks last gen now. The facial recognition wasn't. I'll say not as great as L.A. Noir. Yeah. So for some reason, I was watching playing GTA with my lady friend around. And she was making some fun, and and most of it was at the expense of the oven mitt hands and the mouths. Like mm-hmm. the mouths are something. And she's like, I'm like, you're right. They did the mouse thing great in L.A. Noir already. Yeah. How did that happen? Well, they they weren't using facial recognition yeah. technology with this one. And and like using, I mean, using even more so the performance capture where yeah. it's, um, you know, not just the facial expressions, but they're capturing the entire performance voice at the same time as mm-hmm. as the expressions. That makes a huge difference. Um, like in Crisis Three. Which is a game where you really look for the facial animation, but it yeah. does yeah, totally. it does have the best facial animation I think I've ever seen. Really? Um, yeah, if you look at uh, what's his name, Psycho, amazing, like it's ridiculous. So yeah, if you look at that and you put it next to this video, mm-hmm. this video looks like haha, like it's amazing how what so recently was so amazing to us is like, oh yeah, that's pretty mm-hmm. good. <laughs> yeah, no, you're yeah. right. That's a good point of how how much that. Technology has advanced in le- way less than five years. Mm-hmm. I remember at the, the time I thought it's like, wow, this is actually saying interesting things about machine intelligence and you know the the importance of AI and was it? Yeah, I thought it kind of yeah. was. Well, I I just it really, seemed profound at the time. I it was really, an abridged AI. I dislike the ending where she gets packaged up with all well, the other it, sex bots. She, the, the 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 person who's talking to her gives her the name. Do you have any more clips? I don't want to ruin anything. Uh, I do because when she finds out she's going to be sold, sure. she isn't at plussed at all. Sold. I'm a sort of merchandise. I'm not right? plussed at all. It oh, just seemed like sorry. a strange way to say it. I'm a sort of merchandise. Is that right? <laughs> I'm C non plus plus. <laughs> That's not, it, was in a very, it was a very anime way to say it. Are you going to yeah. throw me into the wasteland? And of course, she, she gets in trouble when she says she thought. I thought. You thought? <gasps> what did you think? I thought. I was alive. Shit, what is this crap? That's not part of the protocol. More memory components going off the rails. Spoken like a true okay, scientist. I'm a porn director who walked in here. Check the required components. I think I thought it was profound because, like, you you watch her. 
basically it, it's just a, a robot being turned on. I mean, yes. she's basically an appliance, and yet she is immediately so thrilled to be alive. She gets a name and she she starts to smile, and I mean, there's a lot of emotions displayed in her yeah. face. Well, I think that's that's part of it because it only bothered the scientist asking her the question when she said it. Like, did you not see her the whole time? Like, is every robot this happy to be alive? No, I think they're they're supposed to simulate emotions, Mm. which, to be fair, is exactly what the the thing is doing because we're watching computer graphics. Do you have any more clips? I don't want to. Not from this. So, so like at the end, what you're not supposed to think? Disassemble? No, don't disassemble me! Don't, don't. Yeah. And I it, am alive. And, well, no, and she, she says, "I'm scared," and I'm suddenly scared. all the machinery freezes, stops, and the guy's like, "Well, if you're scared, you're okay. free to go." Yeah, <laughs> and onto the assembly line. Or was that the the test they had to pass in order to become mm. manufactured? <gasps> Interesting. Point. Ah, mm. see, I was going to call it out for dumb, and then I realized mm. I was dumb. Mm. But they mm. have to show you're emotion, the robot. Mm-hmm. show sentience, and then right. be yes, cowed. I'm, I'm into... going to threaten to kill you, and if uh. you do not defend yourself, if you are not capable of self-preservation, you do not get to go out because there no one and wants... service a man for <laughs> no. 173 years. No one wants a sex <laughs> robot who uh, you know yeah. can't display real <laughs> sadness <laughs> 100 years in. Occasionally fight it off in a bit of role-playing. Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah, if the robot doesn't make <laughs> tears, I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm a horrible person. And I want a sex robot that lasts 173 years because I want my my son, my grandson, <laughs> my great-grandson oh. to all deposit into the same sex robot. Gross. Oh, God. <laughs> Wait, what? I want a sex bot whose flesh bounces realistically when I hit her with this truncheon. Uh. <laughs> that's the kind of sex I like. Speaking of the sex robot, I feel like... At least part of that was working towards beyond. At least, like, mm-hmm. just the character. Yeah. She looked a lot like Ellen Page. She kind of does in retrospect. Like, I didn't really see it at the time. But, yeah, yeah it's, it's clearly, like, laying the foundation yeah. for Beyond in the same way that Dark Sorcerer is laying the foundation for whatever game they're working on for PS4. Yeah. Which you know they're working on something. Kingdoms of Avalar Awakening. Probably, mm-hmm. yes. So that Christopher like... Lee will be in the next David Cage game. Oh, no. God, I hope so. <laughs> no, but the most dangerous thing you could say working in production of anything is Christopher Lee in the next anything. Uh, I don't, I don't dude, know. Dude, dude's like, it's like 100 years old. Close to that, yeah. We, I would recommend if Wicker Man is in your theater right now, they're, they're, they just theatrically re-release Wicker Man. Uh, Fucking great. And so good. See why uh, Count Dooku and... Uh, Saruman has is considered awesome by a yeah. multiple Hell, generations. Watch, watch of the man with the golden gun. He's awesome oh, yeah, in that. Yeah, yeah. I fucking Scaramanga. But his the Somerset character, man, that I really like the Wicker Man. So good. And the Wicker, you said the Wicker Man now, and everybody laughs because they think of Nicolas Cage. Yeah, a beast. And <laughs> but it's the original Wicker Man is so fucking. It was actually cool. a Quantic Dream's yeah. tech he, demo. He's also in Nicolas Cage yelling about bees. Ah, <laughs> oh, God, that's a different one. <laughs> he's also in the Wicker Tree, which is terrible. Don't ever watch it. Is that the sequel they just? The, it's not really a sequel. sequel it's just it's made. sort of a reimagining, mm-hmm. and it sucks. By the yeah. same director, though, right? Yeah, and mm-hmm. he he did a terrible job on it. So too bad. Okay, now Everything Chris. looks peaceful in this little East End restaurant. But in just a few minutes, the lives of two men will be completely transformed. John Winston, the man who is quietly eating at the table behind me, will soon get up and go to the men's room, where he will be the victim of a savage murder. 
Yeah. That's David Cage, David Cage. <laughs> introducing the demo for Indigo Prophecy. Fahrenheit. Yes. Specifically, the first scene of Indigo Prophecy, which isn't I think is still... Hmm? Is, is in the Daniel? Is, is in the demo. And then Daniel. Daniel. Yeah, it is literally a David Cage created in the Indigo Prophecy engine walking into the scene and telling you this. Mm-hmm. Go to the bathroom. Very mm-hmm. Hitchcockian of yeah. him, I'm sure. Wash your hands. <laughs> Hide the body or don't? It makes the Yeah, yeah. so this, this is, I think, my favorite thing Quantic Dream has ever done. Mm-hmm. I loved Indigo Prophecy up until the, like, the last third or so, but this scene is kind of what set the stage for everything to come after, and it's that feeling of being put into a space with kind of high pressure, and you've got a bunch of different choices, mm-hmm. so you feel a little bit paralyzed by choice. And at the same time, like, you have all these things that you can do that make it feel real. So mm. you are... Well, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let Cage explain it. You will be deciding how the story works out. Your actions will determine the way the scenario unfolds. And each of your actions will have its own consequences. Try playing the scenes in different ways to see how your actions change the story. So he says your actions determine the way that the story plays out. <laughs> I I've always wanted to determine my own reactions. <laughs> <laughs> or turn, consequences. turn consequences into two words. Yeah. <laughs> consequences? I'll take them. Uh, I, I really was thought we'd have to apologize for our stupid impression of David Cage. And now, now I realize we do not have to. It is exactly like we've always done it. <laughs> it's true. So then, long story short, you David. you are Lucas Kane. Mm-hmm. And you are in the bathroom at the same time as this other guy when suddenly you're overcome by a trance and you watch this happen to yourself. And you just sort of stumble toward this guy, uh, wrestle him to the ground, and stab him repeatedly. And then you regain control and you're all... What? What, what have I done? And then you're all... The knife. I've got to get rid of it. So you're you're in a mur- you're in a murder scene that you've just oh, created. I thought you were in a '60s Marvel comic. <laughs> you were. <laughs> you're narrating actions to yourself. My word. <laughs> I think you what need a Cape Crisis a uh, little song there. There's there's something. Na, 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 oh, this is why they're on the board of superior. <laughs> you're free to hit the mic. There we go. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so. <laughs> what the fuck was I talking about? I have no so idea. you're in a crime scene that you've created, mm-hmm. and you have to, like, you've just committed a murder. How do you get out of this situation? You can uh, go wash the blood off yourself, wash your hands. You can drag the body into a stall to hide it for a little bit longer or not. Uh, that will leave a blood trail, so you can then pick up a mop and clean up the blood trail. You can... Basically, try to try to clean it up as best you can, and everything you do will be noticed by the cops later. Yeah. Like every everything you do will be made note of, and even like leaving the diner, or leaving the restroom, you can finish your food, pay. Uh, you can yeah leave without paying, in which case they'll definitely remember you. Uh, but there, you know, there's a constant fear of being caught, of somebody mm-hmm. coming and catching you, but. Even if you go up to a cop who's sitting at the counter, this will happen. Can I help you with something, sir? It's horrible. In the toilets, I... I've... It it wasn't me. I'm innocent. You better go and splash a little water on your face, sir. I think that would do you some real good. 
I'm bored of being a cop. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on my coffee break. You fuck off, murderer. I'll take care of you later. Don't tell me about your dumps. It could have been <laughs> guilty of <laughs> annoying me. There could have been... Rocks over doing this, there would have been a really good shit joke there. Yeah. Sir, I don't want to see your leavings. <laughs> Again, I don't work for Rockstar. I, yeah. That's not what they would have So done. wait, so this demo, David Cage was actually like animated <clears throat> and walks in and introduces it? Yes. Yeah. In the demo version, he's not in the, the retail oh my God. edition. No, but wouldn't it be great if he was in the retail version of every game walking Walking through the scene explaining <laughs> the significance. This is where you're looking for David. <laughs> what, I, what I was always yes. curious about is why it was called Fahrenheit in the UK. Because part of the plot, when it, get, when it starts to get ridiculous mm-hmm. in the second half, around the point that, spoilers here, if you mm-hmm. don't want to be spoiled on Indigo Prophecy, a whatever year old game, skip ahead. But uh, Lucas Kane, the main character, halfway through the game, dies, mm-hmm. and then is inexplicably reanimated as a zombie, like who's who's just really cold. But uh, he finds that he has superpowers that uh, relate to being uh, what was it? He, like he's exposed to some alien element when he was a kid, mm-hmm. and uh, the plot just gets devolves into a bunch of ridiculous Dragon Ball Z fights. Yep. But part of this is that the world is entering a new ice age. So it's getting much colder and colder, hence Fahrenheit. Because no, but of the why do they call it, why do they call it Indigo Prophecy over here? I guess they thought that Fahrenheit would, you know, and that's what like yeah. Fahrenheit. That's impenetrable. We can't market a game but, called Fahrenheit. Call it Indigo Prophecy. There might have been a game called Fahrenheit. <laughs> that's about, the only thing like, you think yeah. of. Firefighters yeah. on yeah. the Sega CD. There was probably something. a trademark problem. Yeah, that's usually the case. But yeah, it, it's sort of like an another world out of this world thing. Like mm. you'll always come across things referring to like the the European title and instead it was, of the U.S. title. And it was Fahrenheit in Europe where they use Celsius. So that's true. Which is that, a that's, lot. again, that's why I'm baffled. Yeah. Why didn't they just call it Kelvin? There you <laughs> I guess go. we all it would have been universal. <laughs> yeah. Continue that lovely uh, or begin uh, a tradition of naming <laughs> things with a K, like in Kara. Oh. And Kevy Rain. Mm-hmm. Kevy Rain. <laughs> <laughs> forget. Keon Kukul. Chubby Rain. <laughs> Chubby uh, Rain. Well, David Dage agrees. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, this this has been a very light uh, look at David Cage's work. You should check it out. I, I think yeah. Indigo Prophecy has actually, because I have a copy. So it, was a, it was a real big curiosity I didn't get to for a long time. Yeah. And I've still never finished it. Uh, it's, I believe it's super rare now. Is it? Yeah, it, I, I don't it's, believe it's easy to come well, it's across. Well, it's on GOG, I think. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. And I think it's a games on demand, Xbox. You can buy it on Xbox no shit. Live. Yeah. Great. So it's on GOG like, and God. GOG and God. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Indigo Prophecy, or not Indigo Prophecy, but Omicron, you can get on Steam for like 10 bucks. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. I think uh, Bowie's still getting residuals from those? I hope so. I hope not. That's not how the games industry works. <laughs> yeah, It'll keep shit from happening. All right. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, all of these games, like, have some sort of weird flaw, and all of them are absolutely worth your time and mm-hmm. worth playing. Mm-hmm. You know, even though even though we make fun of them and make fun of these games, like, it doesn't mean we don't like them. We just, there's just a lot of stuff that's really funny about them. Yes. Especially for xenophobic fuckheads like us. Yeah, <laughs> look, that's what happens when you try really, really yeah, hard yeah. and do something completely different. The dumb People, kids make fun of you. Not the dumb kids. It's just, I, th- I think. All it's, right, the cool kids. It's probably ha- the, the kids trying to be cool. Oh, thank you. Make fun. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. The kids trying to be cool. Mm-hmm. You do something bold and risky and out there that goes against, goes against the norm. You're going to get some criticism, and we're yeah. totally guilty of that. And I don't regret it. Yeah, but I don't pick on him because his stuff goes against the norm. I pick on him because of 
just various things that is like sure. this, this left me felt absolutely betrayed I didn't see how this character could be mm-hmm. the villain uh, I don't know why the hell my character just suddenly started flying through the air and throwing fireballs yeah. at a, a, an Aztec shaman but even that is and, more, and the thing is, is <laughs> it's when he thinks he's not taking risks mm-hmm. that his stuff goes off the rails the most because with Indigo Prophecy mm-hmm. he said like, well like the first half of the game is fantastic and it's very grounded it's very realistic mm-hmm. there's there's some supernatural stuff going on, but not much. And he actually said in an interview once that he felt that because it's a video game, that it has to go in all sorts of crazy sci-fi mm-hmm. fantasy directions. And like he he didn't think it would do well if they if it just stayed grounded as a mystery. Mm-hmm. And so with Heavy Rain, he was kind of trying to to correct that oversight and say like, all right, this is mostly grounded mm-hmm. in in reality. And but then like. The ending kind of sucked. So I still plan on finishing that game. Maybe yeah, soon. You should. Then I won't spoil it for you. Maybe soon. Or Through for any other time. Podcast.com. The Amazon links. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's our top five. We're going to take a little break when we come back. Can we go gonna... out and press X to Jason? Yes, we can go out on press X to Jason. Who is that by? Uh, some guy on YouTube. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Thanks, Fair some guy on YouTube. All right, when we come back, we'll talk about some new releases, news, and some other stuff. Stay tuned. To take my family out to the mall, then we split up. My wife takes Sean to get some shoes for his feet. Now that's really sweet. But I got Jason. I got Jason. Oh wait, no, where did he go? He was standing right here My wife's gonna kill me Jason, where did he go? You got me searching high and low My heart is racing Press X to Jason I'm walking around Then I see a clown And next to him is my little boy so I bought him a toy, he's selling balloons, Jason wants a red one, so I shell out two single dollar bills. Then Jason runs for the hills, my wife just spotted me, then I tell her our son is gone, then I'm on the hunt again. Press sex to Jason, Jason. Yo, yo, what it is, motherfuckers? It's me, the raccoon that lives under... Mr. the raccoon, that is quite enough. We know who you are. That's not appropriate language for an employee to use during a meeting with HR. Whoa, 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 whoa. wait. I'm an employee? Laser Time has an HR department? Also, what, what do employee and HR department mean? I'm assuming you know why we called you here. Yeah, no clue, actually. Did, did I poop in your bed? He knows what he did, that little motherfucker. Mr. the raccoon, on last week's episode of Vigigame Apocalypse, you threatened to kill the host. Oh, oh, lies! offered to pay someone to kill the host. Yes, and Mr. Lombardi was so upset he immediately canceled his new segment and backed out of any appearances for the foreseeable future. Okay, fine. Fine. Yes, all right. 
I only did it because I thought it'd be really sweet if you guys were out of the picture and nature just sort of reclaimed Chris's apartment and I could live inside your hollowed out corpses, you know, just for a few weeks. And besides, you guys have really been pissing me off lately. Oh, we've been pissing you off? We're not the ones who are always breaking in here, uh, throwing garbage everywhere, and then gnawing the covers off the microphones. Yes, that's me, and have you ever even once thanked me? I give, and I give, and I give. I give you my time, I give you my rascals, I give you my rabies. What, rabies? You gave us rabies? Well, I didn't want to say anything until the symptoms started to manifest. But yes, fine, you've made me spoil the surprise, okay? I hope you're happy. You're welcome. Merry Christmas. You see what we have to deal with? It's HR's job to mediate disputes between employees. Let's start with you, Mr. Theracoon. What's this really about? <sighs> okay, fine. Look, I'm not really angry with you guys, okay? It's just... I wish more people were subscribing to Video Game Apocalypse on iTunes and leaving it five-star reviews. And I just think it'd make my job easier if they'd buy things through the Amazon links on lasertimepodcast.com, which would give you guys a little money on the back end. See? I'm generous. That's a good point. They could also go to store.lasertimepodcast.com, buy shirts with our awesome school logo, and send them straight to you. Hey, fuck you! Those things are terrifying! I tried to send them to one of those African t-shirt charities just to get rid of them, and they started a civil war! Because those skull cartridge logos looked exactly like an unpopular local warlord's flag. So many innocent people massacred, and all because the listeners thought it'd be funny to send those things to me, a helpless raccoon, instead of just buying them for themselves and wearing them with pride. Oh, that's terrible. Let, let's talk about that. You're always going on about how terrifying human skulls are, but rat skulls you think are collectible. What is it about the Fidget Game Apocalypse logo that makes you so afraid? It's that skull. It stares into me with those cold, expressionless eyes, looking straight into my soul and seeing all the horrible things I've done. And they're brought by that big white truck that ran over my mom when I was six months old. Oh my god, I just had a breakthrough. Oh, so you're saying it's the mailman you're afraid of and not the shirts? I, I, I guess so. Wow, that's, that's an incredible revelation. So if I show you this shirt here, you won't be afraid now? Just let me uncover my eyes and... Ah! Oh, get him off my... Well, he took off in a hurry, and I didn't even get to tell him that generous listeners have already been sending us donations to the donate buttons on our site. And they've been writing that they're for Video Game Apocalypse, so he doesn't have to hide them under Chris's bed where... Do I, do I have to say this? Yes. It just doesn't seem appropriate for someone in HR to... Uh, look, that's its proper name, and you should use it. He doesn't have to hide them under Chris's bed where Chris sleeps with... Do the voice. Where Chris sleeps with all the ladies. Better. Well, I guess that settles that. Not, not quite. He's still committed a very serious crime. I, I move that we notify the police, Mr. Daracoon be fired, and his position be eliminated. Oh, uh, him? He doesn't actually work here. Wait, do we actually have an HR department? Uh, why am I even here? To say now back to the show? That's not my kid at all. Then I walk outside to see Jason crossing the street. How could he have walked that far? Then Jason is killed by a car. Thanks for sitting through that break, everybody. Press X to Breaks are getting increasingly longer. I gotta really rein in that fucking raccoon. Yeah. Uh, anyway, second segment traditionally begins with a look at games that are out this week, or as we like to call them, new releases. So Soviet, like <laughs> everybody. 
That's very worker and parasite. These are the new releases for his people's revolution. If you do not cherish them, your family will be murdered. You like you can only sing that while waving one hand and holding the other one over your heart. Uh Cherish or Siberia. And drunk. Zero to drunk in 60 seconds. Uh, out this week, of course, Beyond Two Souls. Ace Attorney demo. Is the whole reason for that first segment. Uh, yeah, Ace Attorney demo is Thank part of you. Beyond Two Souls. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You get a free copy of it whenever you buy Beyond Two Souls. I didn't say that, but whatever you want to say. Buy Beyond Two fine. Souls, now on sale for PS3 mm. with Ace Attorney. <laughs> that I can't condone. That I might have to correct you on. All right, all right. I'm just free download on 3DS. I love it. I love that game. But Beyond, Beyond Two Souls, I... Honestly, have not paid any attention mm-hmm. to this game. I had an opportunity to play it at E3, and I did not because no fucking way am I paying, playing a heavily story-based game mm-hmm. at a noisy booth full of people. I'm going to play that on my own with mm-hmm. a move controller that is completely <laughs> obsolete by now. Wait, what? Does it really have move support? Apparently. I mean, they were always pushing that. Re- real games are still doing that? I think so. Little did you know, Ellen Page was actually in the session that you're doing she was oh, she was man. doing the demos and she was disguised she as a was move very controller. sad she was like when's michael gonna show up <laughs> yeah. and take this demo She's short is what i'm saying <laughs> kind, <laughs> of a, kind of a crush on him oh well have you seen super oh, well. <laughs> yeah super? i Ann and yeah. i just watched that and she is the like awkwardest boniest thing in the world yeah the way she rapes literally rapes she does rape uh dwight from the office <laughs> yes is yeah. one of the hottest things I've ever seen. No, it's not. It's great. It is uncomfortable it's and great. and weirdly like shoehorned into that film. That's how all. That's how. Uh, that's how I want all women to greet me from here. I, I, I found her great in a superhero. Yes, yeah, that came out wrong. Man, her character <laughs> made me really uncomfortable. She's so bony and weird. Mm-hmm. It was. It wasn't good. I, I like the movie. Was good. Yeah. I feel I, like I should be a little bit ashamed here that most of what I know about Beyond is gleaned from the com- current TV commercials, and it's like, oh, it also has Willem Dafoe in it as well yeah. as as Ellen Page. and Hulu commercial. Hulu, it's all Hulu, over yeah. Hulu Plus for whatever reason. Ah. Every every commercial break. Right, I see. That, but you know, I'm looking forward to it. I I will buy it. Mm-hmm. You know, the the upshot of not paying attention is that I haven't spoiled myself mm-hmm. on anything. Do not miss that about the game journalism beat. Mm-hmm. Like I get to experience a game. Normally, yeah, all I know fresh, is fresh, like everybody else does. Mm-hmm. She shaves her head and she is training for a war, yeah. and she sort. she doesn't talk to a cop for like ten minutes, and that's considered worthy of an E3 demo, ah. like two years ago. I feel like Willem Dafoe is too intense to be near Ellen Page. It was a like fire fight. She would just wilt. <laughs> she seems pretty intense in this. She is pretty intense in general. I like she's her. super. She's super intense. I like her bunches. I wish she was in more things. Mm-hmm. Fuck what everybody says about Juno. There, I said it. I like Juno. Juno is perfectly charming and a fun a, movie. What, the movie. blog? <laughs> what? Shut up. What, you mean the, yeah, the capital of Alaska? Yeah. All right. No, oh, what say, the blog? Say hamburger phone. Yeah. I, I thought Come you meant on. what comma the blog. No. What, the Ellen Page blog? What? Bring up the hamburger phone. Do it. Oh, uh, wait. Why not? What is it? Like, speak up, I'm on the ham- hamburger phone? Oh, you've that? made your point. I'm sorry. That's a terrible movie <laughs> that I love. I have to speak up, I'm wearing a ham... Uh, <laughs> I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. I'm done. Simpsons yeah. reference, Bell. We'll put it in post. Ding. There we go. All right. Uh, also coming out this week, of course, Pokemon X and Y. Uh, what? Uh, yeah, they're Pokemon games. Really? Yeah. Now with sure. chromosomes? Pretty sure. Yes. 
Now titled after a Cold, yeah. Coldplay album. Yeah. So <laughs> you know, it's a real man's game, is what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I wish I wish I could get into Pokemon at this point. I really can't. I've tried repeatedly. The last time I got into it, it ended with Carolyn yelling at me because I need my Magikarp scumfuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got into it briefly, and then I got lost, and then I got scolded by the people, the very people encouraging me to play for being lost mm-hmm. in a Pokemon game. Like, yeah, I don't think I'll be doing this yeah. again. I, th- I think Pokemon is sort of like uh, pro sports in that you have to have grown up with an appreciation for it so. to s- still be into it. I think so. It was never in my house. W- when it came out, like I was in college, and like Pokemon was thoroughly a thing for little kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've tried getting into it after people have badgered me about it, and I never said I it was, never clicks. I never said I was as old as Michael in my example. I, I did not have a Nintendo handheld because I didn't, I could not afford one. Oh. And so I had no access to Pokemons. And then by the time I did, it was what you just described. Yeah, I spent yeah. Uh, like an entire summer hanging out with my best friend while he played Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And I watched his TV because he didn't want to do anything else. Or do anything fun or go outside. There's something or fun outside. And play Pokemon outside. <laughs> <laughs> True. In fact, I think with the old Game Boy you had to. Otherwise mm-hmm. you wouldn't see anything. Yeah, exactly. But it, w- it wasn't like check this out. I'm play- it was just like, yeah, uh, I'm gonna play Pokemon. Well, that's that's the thing. Okay, I was that guy for a summer. We, I was like, yeah. I remember being at my brother's college graduation. I was probably like a freshman in high school. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't really care about what's going on right now. It's did it whatever. It's this graduation. I'm trying to catch a, a Mewtwo or whatever. <laughs> did it have anything to do with playing with other people? Like as a single no. player game. This was I strictly played it as a single player. I, I still play Monster Hunter every day, and there's technically nothing for me yeah. to do in three after like a couple hundred hours. Yeah, but we still, but that we're still playing with friends. There's still something to do, and I feel like I'm missing that element of Pokemon. I've never had anybody to play with. Well, you know what I had back then with Red and Blue was that mm-hmm. uh, that cartoon on Kids WB. That that didn't help. That didn't hurt. Yeah, that didn't hurt. I hear the cartoons coming back. Is it? Yeah, that might help with Ash. I, I, I would. I would. Watch. I hope they expand on the Pokemon rap at the end. <laughs> the Pokemon rap, where they list off all 150 Pokemons. Oh, please, <laughs> that might just be like a Gen One thing. But yeah, I who's that Pokemon? I don't know or care. So <laughs> there's that. I am not shrugging off Pokemon. But, I, I admire it being. Well, not, well, we're not only are we not shrugging off Pokemon, but this is an excellent point to tease. Mm. Next week, I'll be on vacation. I won't be recording a show. However, uh, Brett and Carolyn, our, our dear friends, have graciously agreed to step in and host a Pokemon theme cast. For Can't those believe of you, you who invited them to my house. Didn't get your fix this week. <laughs> I know they're terrible people, but you're just going to have to set aside your differences. I know it's difficult. I know that love triangle was hard to abandon. <laughs> <sighs> but anyway, so yeah, you'll you'll get your Poke fix next week, but you won't get it from me. <laughs> That's so weird. It is. I can't is. believe you'd relinquish control of your show so I easily. Know, for a whole week. A whole week. Yeah. To trusted friends. Yes. <laughs> what are you going to do? Spend time with your family? Yes. Gay. Your you guys. Gay. <laughs> I'm gay for my family. <laughs> You'll have to pry cheap podcasts for my cold, dead hands. <laughs> I, I'm hosting it. Well, week. I thought that It's might... all about muscle men. <laughs> I thought it might be nicer than just saying, hey guys, the show's on hiatus for next week. You're, you're making fun of all those episodes of Laser Time, aren't you? <laughs> Why wouldn't I? I really want to put it on hiatus again before the 100th episode. Coming up soon, folks, got nothing. <laughs> oh, God. We got something. 
We, well, we have nothing. No, no ideas and no nothing. plans. Here's I'm a bluffing. Here's a game we can really sink our teeth into. What's that? F1 2013. I played it yesterday. What? Did you really? You go fast and it's really bland. No joke. Uh, our reviewer needed to try the multiplayer. Ugh. Say it again. Why? Say it again, please. You don't even have to try the game. I just delivered an accurate review. Our reviewer needed 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 to try the multiplayer. The multiplayer. So, so more than one player and multiple players. No, no but one it's else. F one, not one, F multiple. No one else is reviewing it right now, apparently, because there was no one playing multiplayer. So everyone, all of us in the office, got online and played. And uh, I played with a keyboard. <laughs> it's not how you play racing games. No, um, it's a little easier sometimes. Not in this case. So I basically just drove off the road into the gravel and hit stuff. Good for you. You're a wild rebel. But it's just weird that I happened to have played that yeah. that game. It's it, cars. They go. They go. That's pretty Tyler fast. Wild <laughs> recommend. Sounds like yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Logan had the Mad Cat's official PC racing wheel. Yes, <laughs> actually, actually, I just got a Logitech racing wheel in that I asked for. What? But uh, I didn't have time to set it up. All right. Uh, also, uh, Disgaea D2, A Brighter Darkness. What the fuck is that? It's the first sequel to the original Disgaea? Disgaea's character sets. Yeah, in, in that, like, it's Laharl oh. and uh, whatever the rest of the characters' names are. <laughs> I forgot. I love the first Disgaea. Midna and Ganon Edna. and Etna, thank you. But yeah, they're, they're all back. Uh, they're no longer creepy dead printies that you recruit as secondary characters. They are right. now, once again, front and center in the story. Dude. So, if you enjoy Disgaea, you'll probably enjoy this. Uh, I hate to gloss that over, but, you know, really important things, Just Dance 2014 is hey, coming out. so much music. <laughs> I hear this time you can uh, be on camera with two backup dancers. Oh. Yeah. 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 I'll totally not do that. Uh, and can you make that check out? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Got all the hottest new dances of this year. Yes. Yeah. What is it? The Roger Rabbit, I think, mm-hmm. is sweeping the nation. Do they have the I Can No Longer Relate to the Youth of America? Yes. <laughs> they, That's my favorite dance. Yes. <laughs> They've updated it with new dances, such as the government shutdown. <laughs> <laughs> now you can Iron Man that hoe. And the Miley Cheeks. <laughs> I don't even Proton know. Proton Cannon! <laughs> Uh, uh, I kill me. <laughs> also, don't go away just yet. Capcom Essentials is oh, coming yeah. out. That's great. You might want to talk about that. Tell us what it is. Um, what is that? DMC Four, Resident Evil Five, uh, Mega Man Ten. Is it ten or nine? But it's it's five games, and for the five games for the price of one, not a bad deal. I'm sure everybody has an opinion on Capcom games. These are all fantastic and indisputably indisputably worth playing. So pick it up. The Capcom Essentials Collection. Right. It's pretty great. Yeah, if you don't have those games, grab them. Yeah, seriously. If you grab haven't bought out. if you haven't bought 3 out of the 5 of those games at this point, it's a good deal. So that's Devil May Cry is in DMC. DMC 4. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. The less essential of the two recent Devil May Cry. Stop it. It's just as essential. Mm, the, its DMC was not D- Devil May Cry Five. It was a different thing. Hmm. All right, I was I was uh, I was kind of a fan of Devil May Cry Four. No, it, it's fine. I, I I personally prefer DMC. Just as do I. Yeah. I, I I felt I, w- I got better at the game quicker and in a way I could understand. I, I also faster. didn't have to replay half the game. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. So anyway, 
moving along, that about does it for new releases. Uh, news? Not a whole lot to talk about because the government shut down. Yes. This may be no longer news by the time you hear this on Tuesday, but we're recording on Thursday. The government has restarted. It's rebooting. <laughs> yep. The government is F- F1. It's taking a while. The government has become a spinning rainbow wheel. <laughs> Government's installing Windows updates. <laughs> you can't Flashing. download America's Army right now. No, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> Man, I read like, I don't know, uh, 1,200 government shutdown jokes mm-hmm. the other day on Twitter. It's like Only 1,200? It was fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Is Fantastic. It because they're installing firmware? I'm asking seriously. I think it's because none of us have any idea what it <laughs> what means. Yeah. That we're just like, I guess I can, I, make no a, I can make a shutdown joke about this. <laughs> I keep seeing, I've, I've seen more homeless people on the train this week than most weeks. And I'm... That's what happens uh, when you uh, uh, Yeah, I'm down. thinking it's because there's a government shutdown and they're not checking to make what? sure homeless people don't go on the train. But what shitty harbingers? Yeah. That has to be... One of the signs of the government shutting down are stinky people on the train. Yeah. I saw a man. Shitty. I saw a man affix paperbacks to his feet today on the train. Oh <laughs> god! It was. Was scary. it wet? Was he cold? No, Thanks, I mean John it wasn't Banger. raining or anything. I just think that he was just, so like deluded that he's like, yes, I should put paper bags on my feet. <laughs> or not paper, plastic bags. Sorry. These will be shoes. Yes. Did you that's say, fine. sir? That's a temporary solution. <laughs> He was ejected from the train before I could. You play should have said, game. "You should have said, here, take my shoe," and only given him one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Speaking and, of temporary, well, this way we're equally unfortunate. <laughs> temporary solutions. My car battery died overnight. Uh, so You're Monday, a hybrid. Monday morning, I couldn't go to work because my car didn't turn on. So I walked uh, like eight blocks and bought a battery and walked back eight blocks with the battery, which wasn't good planning on my part because those are heavy. Mm-hmm. And installed it and. But it turns out something's draining the battery, so I decided I needed to get it fixed. So did you have an engine succubus? Yeah. So what I do, I hate those. To fix it is I unhook the battery every time I park my car, uh, so it's fixed. That seems like a huge pain in the really? ass. Well, that, it's fixed, Michael. I okay. fixed it. I fixed my car. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just take your car to the fucking shop. No, it's fixed. You just have to just you, do it. You just need a wrench. Every time you park, <laughs> just fucking do it. What, just to get, pop the hood. And you don't it, even have to go in the back seat and clean out that comically large pile of cans that's in there. It really looks like a slapstick cartoon. It does. I'm waiting for a homeless person to walk by it and then do a double deck and go jackpot and take all the cans out and put them in a shopping or, cart. That's the just, only thing could, he steals. You could get in there and kick them out like you're kicking off sheets on Christmas morning and a homeless man would just pick them up. It wouldn't even be there for so, like half an hour. So are they beer cans? Are they like no, identical? No, they're Red Bull yes. and Diet Coke cans. Oh, and it's, it's fucking hilarious. I'm a messy person. <laughs> it's just the sound it makes when you touch them if that was Foley work in a game that took place at a junkyard, you would say, that's too much. But if you take a hard turn in the car... If you brake too hard, you can hear the wave. Like, you can hear it escalate from the back to the front. Anyway, sorry, that's a digression. We're talking about video games. So it's like a Doppler effect is what you're saying. <laughs> a bit. But Look, no. I don't live a healthy, good life. <laughs> feel like you've been home every day. Just take your fucking car in. I'll give you $10 to do it. Yeah, the thing is, it's going to cost like $1,000 to fix my car. I'll give you 50 bucks towards it. I'll tell you what the things that are wrong with it are. Everything. That doesn't feel like everything. I drove it recently. You didn't feel like I everything I think your car is becoming it, a sentient sexual being like Kara. 
think Kara. I'm just gonna like Kara. Oh, donate that. my car to charity. And then I buy a Firebird. <laughs> <laughs> not not even like a cool one. One that has a Firebird painted like a, onto the hood, like a real bird, like a shit one. <laughs> that like a Hot Wheels. Mike Grimm can hook you. Yeah, like he a, knows a guy. Like a, like like if you took a Hot Wheels and then put a reverse shrink ray on it, mm-hmm. which is a embiggening ray. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Yeah. So the imagining the Doppler effect uh, caused by the sound from Tyler's cascading cans. <laughs> it's not a Doppler effect, but I want to hear the sound. Whatever. Uh, Senor Suave sent us Doppler Cantista's Pick of the Week. What? Doppler <laughs> Chris's Pick of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Dopular Chris's pick of the week. Uh, <laughs> Doppular. Nah. Uh, and I was the only one to use the word Dopular. And maybe invented it. <laughs> Sounds uh, like Grim. Did yeah. did someone send us all that this week? Yeah. When that song played, it was at one eighth speed for me, so I thought I was being trolled by a demon. <laughs> I heard, <laughs> Can I hear it again? Oh yeah, absolutely. Wait, 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 hold on. Before we play it again. This is Chris Antista's pick of the week, Monster Hunter 4, the $300 game. You got it in Port of 3DS to play. Michael hit it. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Chris's pick of the week. All right. Uh, also this week, well, last week, really, uh, Tom Clancy died. Aww. Taking mm. from us a luminary of video games as an art form. Yes. Um, of missile slash fiction. Of putting putting his name on video games. <laughs> missile slash fiction. Oh, man. He's gone off of that great aircraft carrier in the sky. <laughs> when, I, when you said missile slash fiction, I thought the you were talking about... Shield carrier? <laughs> I, I, I thought missile slash fiction, like oh. gay missiles. That's what I said. Yeah. So is that what you meant? Okay. Yes. Well, I was thinking about Missile the Dog from Ghost Oh, Trek. he's so great. Yeah, he, sh- he shouldn't be oh, a part man. of Slash Fiction. Oh, we're being no, so no, no. disrespectful. But yeah. I, d- I do think that uh, Missile Slash missed. Fiction would be especially appropriate for the North Korean, uh, I believe it's called the Type of Dong Missile. Type of Dong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, watch out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ha! Uh, I'm funny. <laughs> There's a comedy sound effect on there if you'd like to punctuate your bad joke. That's too much trouble. All right, all right. It's right there. Just help. click the button again. It does help. I consider it a safety net when I record. <laughs> what type of dong is your missile? I'm really warming to this dubstep thing. Yeah. <laughs> the Tom Clancy's dead. Tom, yeah. I, I, I that did, is sad. I didn't... He's, He's been a very prolific author. He's he has. given us The Hunt for Red October. Insanely prolific. Mm-hmm. I, in Present Danger, Air Force One, I, I'm assuming. No. No. Uh, he was only 66, which is surprising. I thought yeah. he was 166. Patriot Games, Some of All Fears, a ton of Ubisoft mm-hmm. shit. And a Rainbow Six. Rainbow which Six. Which then led to his entire involvement with Ubi's Tom military Clancy's games. Hawks. Yes. <laughs> My favorite Tom Clancy game. Splinter Cell. Splinter Cell. Uh, what else is that? Um, Ghost Recon. Mm. Mm, is that yes. also Rainbow Six? Yes. Yeah. I believe Tom Clancy's the Division. Division. <laughs> uh, Tom Clancy's Vegas. I believe he invented yes. the city of Las Vegas. He did. He did. Tom Clancy's he, Robocop. He did. <laughs> he did. I will definitely miss his... Uh, Robocop is elected president and has I, to punch CIA operatives. I will miss his Republican stroke books. I definitely yeah. will. I will. 
tales. Cardinal of the Kremlin? Uh, I don't know. Just I, yeah. I don't know what who's going to fill the void of uh, American dominance fiction. Yeah. <sighs> um, right you have to read some something. Some poor fan is getting really upset with us. <laughs> yeah, you have to that's read right. something by the fire during this uh, government shutdown. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Or throw into the fire because you don't have any heat. Because somehow that's the federal government, too. <laughs> He's up there playing golf with Reagan and Chuck Norris, man. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck, Norris Chuck Norris can dead, exist right? both as dead and alive. That's true. Yes. But he, he's still yeah. allowed to pass through heaven. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. Unimpeded. Fair enough. Uh, makes sense now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not a whole lot else to talk about this week. So let's move along to the community segment. Really have a I am the community segment. They are talking with people. This is not going to mix well. (laughs) (laughs) Community. It should just be the community theme song. (laughs) Uh, So last week's question of the week, as you no doubt all remember, was uh, once you're past the introductory stuff. What's the first thing you're going to do or have already done in Grand Theft Auto Online? Certainly now, not already done. When we <laughs> asked this question, there's a little another bit of news. Hopefully it's been fixed by the time you hear that. But when mm-hmm. we asked this question, we did not realize that Grand Theft Auto uh, Online mm-hmm. uh, would take launch as sort of more of a suggestion <laughs> than a goal. Uh it's sort of workable, but like as you pointed out, that very first introductory mission That's is the big problem. Goddamn near impossible to get past. But there, it is it is unique in that I can't think of another console multiplayer thing that launched a week or two after the game mm-hmm. itself. And it's a it's a it, for the Xbox anyway. It was a sixty megabyte patch. Yeah. So I think it, it was already you know everything was already in place anyway. But it's all of a sudden people and this game sold a billion dollars worth of copies in the first week. And then they turn the multiplayer on. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so there's. I, I, oh, we weren't prepared for this. Well, <laughs> consoles, we had two whole weeks. Consoles haven't had that difficulty yet because, in my opinion, there's not a lot of people playing multiplayer and on consoles. It also, except for every Call of Duty player ever. I yeah. think if you compare those numbers to how many people are playing like Team Fortress every week, it's really weak. Sure. I, I, I don't. I don't know if it's weak. I don't know what the numbers are, but. It happens with every major PC launch, MMO. Yes, it or happens otherwise. every PC launch. But the reason is that they know it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Rockstar said it was going to happen. But yeah. the thing is, they can spend millions of dollars, like bolstering their servers for that initial mm-hmm. rush that's going to make it not work yes. for the first week. Yeah, eighty percent. They of cannot disappear and wait later. for everyone to just be okay in a week. Yeah, so. Yeah, and then they get to join the uh, the black ranks of Diablo Three, SimCity, uh, yeah. Healthcare.gov, iOS Seven. Yes, well, the, the irritating things part, that did not work if, at if, first. If your entire game needs to be online, it should work on launch day. If, however, you're just introducing this ambitious online mode, later, it should work when it comes out. Yeah, I but mean, that's the thing; you'll never ever be able to know. It never. Will. Have you tested it? Yes. Have you tested it with five million people trying to log on all over the world? Yet no. How the fuck would we ever do that? How would we ever do that? And, and it's it's online mode is open beta is more amb- yes that that's a possibility, but not. But on, you know, Rockstar is way too secretive to ever do that. So but it's not, it's not necessarily possibility a possibility on modern on on current gen consoles. Yes, it is. It's really isn't. I just did an open beta for Killzone Mercenary on my handheld Vita. So you have to consider. Please, you're free to punch me. The limitations of both consoles. You can't release a beta on both. It's like kind of impossible. No, but you could release it on one. Yes, but whatever. Regardless yeah. of that, it was it was the one the one hang up though, and I'm I'm not even really sure what it is. 
you go play GTA Online. It's this weird. I don't even. I still don't understand it just yet. Mm-hmm. It's the, so you've actually been able to play it. I, it took me. I, I described it. Or, uh, I described it earlier. It was actually. I would have been upset and angry. I just wanted to try it out, and I couldn't get on. And nobody seemed. I'm looking online. No one has any solution. Just wait. Occasionally, you'll get in. Loading, looking for players, waiting for session. It'll just sit there. Let it go. I got in after two hours, says somebody online. So I'm playing Monster Hunter and just allowing this to cycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe waiting my turn. But it wasn't really about that. There's a, it's, it's awesome. The, you, you get on there and it opens up and Lamar picks you up at the airport. Right. And I love Lamar. Yeah, yeah but it's like this, this crazy... And you're apparently uh, Life Invader friends with him. You're so. Life Invader <laughs> friends with Lamar and you have to compete in this one race as a tutorial. Because that's what you want to do right after you get off a plane. But I don't believe... But in the, L.A. But it's... it's well, a uh, t- little Los tip Santos. there. It's an easy race, so okay. bet a ton of money and beat Lamar and then bet all your money and, get it, and double it. If it ever works, I will. That's the one thing that doesn't work. If you can get through that, you can join your friends, you can start a session, you can play... I, I never had any problems after that. Getting to that point, getting past the tutorial, took nine hours. I can't imagine it's going to take that long now. It it can't. There's there can't be as many people trying to access it. But I just don't know why they tied the online the, the tutorial to an online functionality. Like, give me the text box, let me run my first race, and then we can try connecting to a server. Mm-hmm. Why does this have to be dynamic and online? Why am I competing with? Why am I competing with millions of people for a tutorial that isn't with an online opponent? Yeah, that's sort of annoying. That's yeah. a little weird. But again, get past that. So it's I had a blast just because GTA is not. It, I love driving the game, but it's not. It's not even like Need for Speed level of difficulty, and that's like an arcade racer. Mm. It's and then you can every, almost every race can be switched to GTA style, which is. Uh, murder, okay. Firing on people. <laughs> I turn it on sometimes. Sometimes I don't want it on, especially if you get online with somebody, some one dipshit who's really good shooting you while driving because it's not easy to do. That's why my car window's been broken for three years. Nice. That's my drive-by window. Nice. Wow. You get some Kevlar windows. So anyway, our question was: What's the first thing you're going to do? <laughs> All right. Thanks for uh, chiming in on GTA Online. I'm done. Yeah, Zepa was the first to answer on the forums. Mm-hmm. Saying, uh, the first thing will almost certainly be, have it failed to connect, because since when does a big game not have day one server issues? I would actually give them credence with the excuse they sold more than they expected, because who would have such hubris to expect it to essentially be the most successful entertainment product ever? That aside, I'll be saying a lot of oohs and ahs as I explore and dick around like I do in single player. I won't be caring about any missions and such until I've had my fill of pointless chaos with others. Chris Kittable um, says, "Cry, scream, and curse the name of Rockstar." It's not. It's it's very weird. Have you played it online? Anybody? No, no, mm-hmm. not with it's GTA. Well, the the lobby is Los Santos. The lobby's a fucking state. Well, San Andreas in that case. Yes, it is uh, is the, the lobby is massive, and I don't know how many players are in there. And you can just drive up to events and invite other people, and it's pretty nuts. And I don't I don't yet understand entirely how it works. Um, let alone like, why is the lobby that big? Uh oh! What did Bladed Falcon does not play it? That's the first and last thing I'ma do. Screw multiplayer. That's the spirit. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, like let's let's try it. Sorry, yeah. did, did Bladed Falcon. Did someone try and drag you into the modern age? <laughs> I apologize, <laughs> sweetie. This again. Um. Yes. Crave Crisis says I'm going to uh, grind specialty kills to complete challenges and then finally defeat Zinyak once and for all. Wait, I'm confused. 
Sounds like Saints Row. Also, ain't it? yes, the spirit. That's the joke. Mm. <laughs> uh, Does Saints Row have multiplayer? Fun multiplayer? <laughs> Nobody knows who that. <laughs> the co-op is fun. Nice. Uh, the co-op missions are not fun, but uh, and you can play all the regular missions in co-op, so that's pretty cool. Indie scent, which is one of my favorite usernames. Just imagine like an indie perfume mm-hmm. maker. Oh, I, and it's really bad. Imagine an indie currency, like a Bitcoin. Hmm. <laughs> or just like the way indie smells. Like, Indiana Jones? Yeah. <laughs> the uh, dog. I indie- smelled that smell before. It was mm-hmm. popular. Yeah. <laughs> I already smelled that. <laughs> I smelled that like five years ago. Popular smells. <laughs> uh, indie Scent says, I'm going to take drugs and run around Mount Chiliad in a dress, but this time other people can see it too. Uh-huh. That is <laughs> how it works as far as I know. Uh, I have uh, saved Mount Chiliad for myself. I'm using discipline. I want to get there when there's a reason to go there. It's a mountain. I don't want to mess around with it just yet. I want to have a reason to be out there. I don't want to discover it before I need to discover it. All right. Mm-mm. The one guy in Nebraska who still listens to this says, My friends and I are going to go to the edge of the city, all of us bringing the same type of car, shoot out with each other's, shoot out each other's front tires, then race across the city. The first one to make it to the end alive wins. That sounds like a fantastic plan. It does. Uh, Raccoon Hale says, Find out why my avatar's father is locked as John Marston. Which brings up an interesting point. The character creation in this is fucking nuts. Oh, it's crazy. You don't just like figure out what your face looks like on a slider. You, you figure out you what You are not allowed to, to figure yeah. out your face on a slider. What no. you, the first thing you do is pick how your grandparents look. And, and that defines your, your face. Yeah. And it's great because, like, I, I guess I think I have a hard time constructing my own face. Like, oh, that looks like grandma. And you get you make four sets of relatives, and then that creates you. And then you have uh, 24 allotted hours, like how much do you time spend sleeping, working, exercising. Hanging out with your family. Hanging out with your family. And then after that, like, dude, it fucking looks like me. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. See, I just started realizing oh, a, that those laser... corresponded to point values, so I started gaming them and, and not making them reflect me at all. There is a Laser Time uh, crew on the Rockstar Social Club, and we, we were is. playing... There's also a Video Game Apocalypse crew with only, like, four other members. Well, yeah. thanks for biting off a fucking Laser Time group, You're man. Welcome. That's not fair. Well, I didn't this know is it. like the new Bloods vs. Crips. Big ups to Turbo, Dr. They are, they are blue and red, interestingly. Sinosaur, <laughs> Willie Fresh, who I played with the other night. Uh, it was fun. Oh, did you say Sinosar? Mm-hmm. Ah, well, Sinosar said, as soon as I finished the, t- the tutorial, I found out one of my friends couldn't play, so I just drove around. Later, I ended up attempting a few missions. Didn't go great. And I think I bumped into Chris Antista. Totally did. Or at least another Laser Time crew member, and watched him do the intro stuff while wrecking <laughs> up my car. I should have told him, like, uh, when I walked into the online area, uh, go to the store, buy some clothes. Yeah. Uh, stranger online runs me over and kills me. <laughs> and he showed up next, and I was terrified of him. He was in... Please get away. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> oh, he's wearing purple. Okay, he's, he's my guy. But, he wrote. Yeah. He also wrote... I was gun-shy. I got a chance to do a few missions with other assorted Laser Time crew and kind of hope to run into more of you guys as I attempt to not constantly lose all my money. Uh, Awkward Loser says... First thing I want to do in GTA Online is to make it five full minutes in-game before something goes wrong, a gal can dream. 
Then, I plan on trying to gather duders for a triathlon on top of Mount Chiliad and or pull off a co-op heist and screw over my teammates somehow. I'm down. I'm down. That'll likely be all the GTAO I'll play. Oh. So you, you're going to fulfill those ambitions and then nothing. You're going to go back to playing around as DeSanta and crew. Or not at all. We have another in-game report from Boron Ben who said, uh, Had a wicked rat race with a few buddies starting... From the airport, we had to steal a car and then meet at the very top of Mount Chiliad. With the cops chasing most of us all the way, it basically turned into the end of Blues Brothers all over again. Great times. Thanks, Rockstar, for reintroducing me into online multiplayer after totally being burned out on brown shoot cultures different than you Warfare 9000. (laughs) Uh, The greatest (laughs) clip... We could play it. We won't. I saw it on Dorkly. It's called GTA Thought of Everything, and it just Franklin randomly drives up to Michael's house and pulls out a rocket launcher and starts firing it at his, <laughs> his bedroom window. And then he gets a call on a cell phone, and it's Michael. Stop firing rockets at my house. Oh, my God. Like, that's so fucking specific. <laughs> like, how, did, how do you plan? Is there... So now, it, I don't know. That's what I love about the game is, like, yeah. for, for... I would say... Ballpark centuries. We will be discovering the things that Rockstar has put in this game for us yeah. to laugh at, and that's a legit thing they put in there. It's not yeah. something that the Dorkly no. team made. Wow. No, it was wow. that's why it was showcased. Because why would you expect something like that to happen? Hmm. Yeah, there's so many little things in there. Like mm-hmm. if you uh, drops a character off and then stalk after them, especially if it's one of the player characters, they will get upset and kill you. Really? Yes. Yeah. There's the uh, the MythBusters. Yeah, the uh, MythBusters videos that put out uh, excellent. Look look up Grand Theft Auto Five MythBusters. Mm-hmm. Uh, both fantastic and will just fill you with desire to try the things that they're showing off. Like you know, for example, did you know that if you're holding the jerry can when you're standing when you catch on fire, it will blow up and hurl you far away. Oh, yeah. Or that you can ignite gas trails with cars uh, the backfire of a car. Yeah. yeah, that's true. And yeah, that should. And then what I'm really loving is. I didn't th- expect this. People are just getting into five-star car chases the cinem- using the cinematic camera, and it's the most watchable shit I've ever seen in my mm. entire life. An elaborate car chase <laughs> that occurs dynamically across an entire state, usually ending on Mount Chiliad. Sometimes next to a ghost. Have you seen a ghost <laughs> in the game? I, I've seen video of the ghost in the game. <laughs> the ghost is awesome. The ghost and the UFOs and mm-hmm. the Bigfoot. Anymore? I got nothing else. Oh, yeah, okay. there's only 14. Uh, Spaz FM says, when I first got online, I went to the nearest 24-7 and bought a pack of cigarettes and smoked all of them one after another, sort of like I was waiting for a game to work. <laughs> you can smoke in the game. It's pretty so. cool. Yeah. This can be your win animation online. I wouldn't do that. You can also do yeah. bong hits in the game and then like sit there and listen to your characters rattle off about like <laughs> whatever is in their their heads at the time. Really? Like my, Michael DeSanta, I learned, does not enjoy getting stoned or drunk because every time he does, he's like, this isn't fun! <laughs> I'm alive, OMG, he says, first thing I did was recreate my character after my system froze. Then I got into a game and got spawn killed repeatedly. After that, I got bored and played Persona 4 Golden instead. <laughs> mm. So... We may revisit that if you guys want to answer in the comments again uh, next week after things are hopefully... Well, after you hear this, actually. Yeah, uh, join the laser time group. Yes. I, I want to be playing as much as possible. And it's nice but to it's, have it's a crew LS, to join up with. LSTM is mm-hmm. the, the call letters. Yeah. And a Persona 4 GTA 5 crossover would be cool. <laughs> I hope Trevor Senpai notices me. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's all. Go I on dates with Trevor. <laughs> uh, so, new question of the week. In honor of Tom Clancy's passing, what game franchise would you like to put the words Tom Clancy in front of? And what do you think it would be like? Uh, for me, I think I'd like to see Tom Clancy's Assassin's Creed, which would be Splinter Cell, but historical, uh, <laughs> maybe with night vision goggles, uh, but, but set during the Renaissance. Uh, I want to see Tom Clancy's American, uh, Tom Clancy's Tony Hawk's American Wasteland. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, where America is being corrupted from within by communists, Whoa. and you have to, uh, you have to grind them... <laughs> <laughs> out of uh, American <laughs> politics, yeah. uh, as Tony Are they Hawk hiding on rails. <laughs> yes, they're hiding on rails. And as, question, question. As Tom, yes, sir. Yes. Can I use Chad Muska? He's very good. He's yes, absolutely. Yes, Thank yes, you. but he cannot use the night vision goggles. Those are reserved for uh, Mr. Tony Hawk. Okay. Uh, Tony I'm, so, Hawk I'm, I'm sorry. Third excuse echelon. me. Excuse me, Mr. Tom Clancy's Tony Hawk. Mr. Tom, I apologize. Tony Hawks with an X. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Tom Clancy's Tony Hawks. In which American Wasteland, as a jet, as a jet, you grind on uh, on poles and uh, whatever, dude. That would be rad. That would be rad if you were playing Tony Hawk as a jet. Yeah, yes, doing bitch and kick flips off your jet, or the jet off of just just sort of flipping in midair. The jet is both board and skater. I could do a badass sack tap with an F-16. Hey, so someone please in Photoshop mock up Tom Clancy's Tony Hawks with an X. Yeah. Uh, I'd really appreciate that. And then somebody else mock up Tony Hawks with three X's. And then someone <laughs> mock up Tony Hawks, Tom Clancy's uh, The Hawks. Which Tom is... Clancy's Tony Hawks Afghanistan Wasteland. <laughs> Somebody F- else photoshopped Tom Clancy's fuck fest, but fuck is also spelled with three X's. Yes. Yeah. So it's fucks. So we have about six photoshops here yeah. yes. that we're going to need. Uh-huh. Some of the boxes are just going to be BMX triple X. Sure. Uh, black and white text. So Tom Clancy's BMX triple X. No, Tom Clancy's Mike Tyson's punch out, Ooh. which is uh, now you can use a gun on Mike Tyson. Awesome. <laughs> so that's about it. So I wanted to say something funny. Mike Tyson has the launch codes. <laughs> it's 858. Well, like uh, Tom Clancy's Cooking number. Mama, right? Ah, uh, yeah, mild laugh, sure. mild laugh. But I'm going to combine this with something else I wanted to see. Tom Clancy's Batman. Oh. Uh, and I sort of wanted to see a Batman story. It might have been done in comics before. But this is just my general idea is that you're you're in Arkham, Arkham City, um, a game like that. But you don't have Batman's powers, but Batman does, and you're hunting Batman. From Tom Clancy's perspective, you're the government with the powers of missiles and jets looking for Batman, but Batman's better than that. Oh, he's, a little, he's a little trickier than that. So you hunt, hunting Batman is the next way to go it's for a Batman. kind of a Sam Fisher versus Batman sort of scenario. A little bit, yeah. Like, well, like the fucking military versus So Rainbow versus Six Batman. versus Batman. Versus Batman, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but put Tom Clancy's on it. It'll sell a couple hundred thousand more copies. Hell yeah. 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 <sighs> good to so, miss you, Clance. Yeah, <laughs> poor Clance. That book, uh, Ghost Skyward Missile, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> really good. I don't know. I kind of like Missile Sky. Missile yeah, Sky was really great, I too. it was better. I, lo- I love Death Silo. <laughs> Death Silo was also really good. I like Missiles of August with the, the hot shirtless <laughs> missile uh, grabbing the other missile from behind. <laughs> I have the calendar. Ripping yeah. the missiles bodice. Uh, mm-hmm. The Russian imperative is also really great. Um, anybody? Uh, <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> the something mandate. I don't know. I got nothing. So what? what How about the Reagan orgasm? That was fucking great. <laughs> that was great. Uh. Oh. So what game would you put Tom Clancy's in front of, and what would it be like as a result? Let us know by going to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums, lasertime show discussion, and uh, let us know there. First person to post gets read first on the show. Or go to videogameapocalypse.com, find the article for episode 36, and let us know in the comments there. So that's pretty much our show, uh, plug-wise. Again, next week, old Pokemon episode, for those of you who are into that sort of thing. In the meantime, you can follow the show and on Twitter, at VG Apocalypse, or me, at Wikiparas. Somebody else go. Uh, Cheap Popcast. There should probably be a newish episode shortly before or after this posts. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, OXM. That's where I do video game stuff, so look there. PC Gamer. It's the place I work. Listen to our podcast. Go to our website, pcgamer.com. Follow me on Twitter, Tyler underscore wild. That was so dry. Uh, Go for all your Stimos news. <laughs> yeah, Stimos. come come to find out. Greek lover. The vibes of Stimos. 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 Open source. All three <laughs> of us are Stimos. Um, you were going to say lasertimepodcast.com. Lasertimepodcast.com yeah. is where you go for all your lasertimepodcast.com news. Where you, you can, yes, but by news you mean a shitload of podcasts. Find out all about lasertimepodcast at lasertimepodcast.com. Uh, I should plug that at around this point. Uh, v, uh, VG Empire has kicked off Rocktober. VG Empire generally goes... <laughs> has it? Yes. it usually VG Empire usually goes oh. in a bi-weekly, but every October it turns into Rock. October, <laughs> where it goes every week celebrating no, it a game series. It totally it does, fucking like, does. Rocktober is last upon year us. Was, what, Say it again. Castlevania. Say it again. Rocktober. All right. <laughs> and uh, Laser Time, uh, the episode we did, Michael and I did together, yes. was one of the weirdest. That, but one was of the that the rambling fun. ass one? Well, it was. Because I didn't think we could actually. We scheduled the record, and I didn't uh-huh. realize the Folsom Street Fair. Mm-hmm. Was literally downstairs. All right. Oh, right, I the was there. Giant, leatheriest, gayest, most sexual house music. I saw event you of the fucking season. A man getting thick. Yeah, a man, a man, a man getting, uh, yeah, a man getting flayed by a, a top, a large topless woman. Yeah, and all this shit was happening downstairs and picking up on Not the flayed, microphone. Flogged. Flogged. That's what I was saying. A little saying. bit flogged. of a difference. I get murdered, right? You, you get flayed, flayed is like getting skinned. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. Not completely uh, out of the question for Folsom Street Fair. That's true. That's Absolutely. True. There's a certain alley where that happens. I could see heard. that as being a fetish thing. So if you look at look at lasertimepodcast.com. It's probably the most grotesque picture I've ever put up. <laughs> I had what to is... wade through miles of uh, sore butts just to get there. <laughs> uh, sore butts is, I think it's better than ice cream, you guys. <laughs> Some orange, orange sore butts is just like just a nice... After a nice meal. God damn it, Dave. Well done, sir. Thank you. (laughs) But what is happening in that laser time image? Like, I don't know. It got us off in a rant of, like, the weirdest shit that happened um, at the Folsom Street. Like, how many dudes have you seen jacking off at once? Well, I can top that from (laughs) breakfast this morning because I I think I saw a guy masturbate with his butt with a fire hydrant. You'll hear it all on laser time. But after Uh, that, there's a bunch of fun stuff we have coming up. We'll, sh- we'll tell you why you're fat, yes. uh, do some morbid movie shit, and um, even more. All right. Well, that's our show. So thanks for listening, everybody. See you next... Well, not next week. See you a week after next. Brett will take over next week. Peace! Peace!
press X to Jason. <laughs>